from MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. And Jeff Simmons from Housework is out this week. It's officially spring. Doesn't feel like it, so... But it's still time to get ready to take care of that lawn. So when you try to crank up the lawnmower and nothing happens, what do you do? Well, what could be wrong? And more importantly, who do you call for problems with your lawn equipment? Our guest is Andrew Hitchcock from Fondren Small Engine Repair, who will help us out today with these questions. Also, we'll talk to Jill Compton about the upcoming home show this weekend on the Gulf Coast. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING or go online to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out this week. It is officially spring, even though it doesn't feel like it at the very moment, so it's time to get ready and take care of the lawn. You know you're going to be thinking about it if you haven't already. Hadn't knocked down those first weeds yet, it's coming. So when do you try to crank up the lawnmower? Um... And if you do and nothing happens, what do you do? What could be wrong? And more importantly, who do you call for problems with your lawn equipment? Our uh, guest is Andrew Hitcock from Small Engine Repair today, who will help us out with these questions. Also, we'll talk with Jill Compton about the upcoming home show this weekend on the Gulf Gulf Coast. I'll be there and uh, be shaking hands and kissing babies or... You know, whatever. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to m to uh, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right. Uh, hey, Java. Hey, Java. Hey, hey, how are you doing? You should look at this. This is awesome. All right. So we're going to um, – <laughs> Dell, what did you do this weekend, man? Well, this weekend I was um, I was forced to take a vacation, a uh, spring break. Um, they made me go. They made you go yes, to spring break. <laughs> stop work and go now. Just take a time off, and um, I really uh, enjoyed myself. I'm glad I did. Good deal. So, have you done anything around the house lately? Man, I've been looking at that yard and looking at the flower beds, and the only thing I did, I went on, I cut the back so it wouldn't just you know right. be uneven, but I clipped my roses. Um, oh, was, look at you. You know, Good and, for you. and that's, that's about it. I, I got a big list of things to do, but I hadn't just um, had that the weather break I want. A couple know? of weekends ago when it was actually sunny on a Saturday, wife and I got out and uh, weeded the garden, oh, and, yes. and that was a, a full day's thing. I'll tell you what, something interesting that I did that I stole. This weekend, I stole this idea. Okay, I'm going to say the, the, the fix-it-101 dirty word here, Pinterest. But, mm-hmm. okay, I, I saw this thing on Pinterest. Ready? All right, so everybody listen. This is going to freak you out. Here we go. So I saw this thing on Pinterest. And what it is, okay, if you drive a vehicle mm-hmm. that's a little bit older um, than, say, a brand-new modern vehicle. Now, I drive a truck. It's kind of an older model truck. And on the outside, they, you know, you have certain areas of vehicles that are plastic bumpers, you know, the covers for bumpers, the things around the windows that, you Mm -hmm. know, but anyway, 
over time, this plastic turns gray and oxidized. It and dulls looks ugly. out. You know what I'm saying? It dulls out. looks terrible. And, and I had for years been trying every chemical in the world to figure this out. Mm-hmm. how to make it look new again. And there was no chemical. The only thing I could think of was spray it with black paint. Yes. But that is not the case. Uh-oh. You ready for this? I went to a tool store that manufactures cheap tools made in the Far East and um, bought myself a heat gun. Oh, For man. those of you who don't know, this is a heat gun is is like a is like a hair dryer on steroids. Yes, and uh, the heat that comes out of a heat gun is very very hot. Okay, yes. and people use it for heat shrink and for different things, you know, to, to uh, uh, crafts and things around the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this thing on Pinterest said, "Take this heat gun." Mm-hmm. By the way, it cost me like eight ninety nine. I think they're fourteen bucks now, uh, normally, but they're real cheap. Anyway, you take this thing and you put it close to your bumper or whatever that black piece of plastic is on your car that's faded to gray. Mm-hmm. You put it up there close to it and you heat it up that plastic, and darned if it doesn't turn perfect black again. Wow. It looks brand new. It looks – and if you were to look at it at like my truck this week as opposed to last week, it looks brand new. It's unbelievable. Man. So it cost me eight ninety nine. I bought no chemicals to do this, and, and my vehicle looks 100 times better. So, so you cool. just heat it up. Just heat it up. You don't paint it with anything. You don't put any chemicals on it. Of course, you want to clean it first with a washcloth of some sort. But then you put that heat on there, and it's like it's brand new from the factory. It's crazy. Man. So anyway, all right. So we already have a question on the line from Al and Mobile about lawnmowers. And, yeah, that's what we're talking about today is that lawn equipment that you're getting out. Our guy, Andy, is not quite here yet. He'll be here in just a few minutes. But, Al, why don't you go ahead and do your thing? What's going on this morning? I've got a lawnmower. It, um, when I pump the primer, it stumbles a little bit. And so I replace the spark plug and the air cleaner, and it does much better, except that it runs for just a second. And then it dies. So that assume makes me assume that it's a carburetor. And I was okay. wondering about just replacing the carburetor. Did uh, is this the first time you've cranked this up this year? I crank it up every month, just so this doesn't happen. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I was wondering. Uh, my first question, and I know Andy's probably listening to this right now. Andrew from uh, the small engine repair in Fondren. Uh He's probably listening to this, thinking I'm crazy. But uh, the gas you use. What's going on there? Tell me about that. I use uh, the stable gas stuff uh-huh. so that it shouldn't go bad, and it never has. Right. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, that was my question. If there was yeah, some water, it, it could it, gunk up. Yeah. <clears throat> Usually, that carburetor is the next thing to check um, when it when it's. Um, and when he's here, I will tell you that he will. He tells us that you know that's pretty much what he does all day is sit around and rebuild carburetors yes. for small engines because apparently that is a very fallible part. And if you don't well, rebuild can, them, replace them. I can buy one um, for you know more you know less than than it takes to to take it to a small engine repair place. He will tell you that. Yeah, and and you can go and uh, and purchase one. And uh, if you've got your wits about you and are, are technically minded, of course you can do that yourself. Um, but if if you don't have any uh, engine repair experience or technical knowledge of that in some way, I would go to a, uh, a small engine repair person 
if you if you don't have any experience turning okay. on a screw, you know? Okay, yeah, no, I think I can do it. I just wanted to make sure that I'm going the yeah. right direction. Yes, and those parts are plentiful and fairly cheap online. Yeah. 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 Okay, thank you. Thanks, Al. We appreciate it. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, talk to Kathleen and Osaka. Yeah, uh, Kathleen, how are you this morning? Kathleen? Oh, wait, did I take her on the wrong side here? The lack of uh, time that we have in our gardens or whatever. Uh-huh. When you're people like Dell that are busy all the time. Uh-huh. Here's a quick trip for everybody. You get a 12-inch or larger bucket, pail, potting pla- uh, plastic container. Uh-huh. You dig the hole, stick that inside of it. And when you buy an annual or a starter plant just to dress it up, you get an 8- or a 10-inch pot. You sit that inside of it, and you just brush over pine bark or pine straw, and it looks like you just planted it. So oh, cool. So when they die, you just pull back the bark or the pine straw, pea gravel, whatever, uh-huh. lift the plant out, put your new one in, and people think you redecorated your garden overnight. Wow. It's little uh-huh. at no time. It's great for people like me who have bad backs or uh-huh. little time or busy housewife, and it really works. And you can wow. still take the old plant, right? put it in a protective area, and then probably repot it or, you know, refurbish it. And you haven't really lost the plant. It just needs some time to have a breather. Boom. Great. All right. Uh, thank you, Kathleen. Appreciate it. That's kind of a neat idea. And it's spring, so you may as well give some stuff a shot at this point. Um, uh, we appreciate that. We are talking about lawn maintenance and equipment today. Well, not necessarily just that, but small engine repair. Uh, Andrew's going to be in from Fundin' Small Engine Repair. And uh, one of the things we got an email, uh, and we've talked about this a couple of times in the past, but it seems like this is going to be one of the things that we hit quite often. And, of course, it's spring, so this is a big deal right now. If we're not using a pressure washer, this is a question from last week. We mentioned not using a pressure washer. How should we clean a house that's clapboard and cement board? Well, uh, you and I talked about this mm-hmm. last week about using a, a house wash yes. rather than using a pressure washer. Pressure washer, especially on that uh, cement board, is going to tear it to pieces. After, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's just something about that soft bristle brush and a little elbow. Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing is that in, in uh, the house wash, you can use all the time, right? The house wash, you just you, you take it, you put it into a sprayer butter, which are very economical, very cheap. Put them in there. You spray it on the home. You wait a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then if you want, like Dell, if it's a very, very bad, uh, ugly, like moldy situation, you get the brush out and you brush it on there. Uh, once you've sprayed it, you just brush it right on top. Mm-hmm. Okay. After that, you put a bunch of water on it. Just rinse it. Rinse it. Uh, put your bun- a bunch of water on it. Realize uh, the reason for that is is that uh, it, the, the products do have some bleach in it, and you don't want to leave that bleach on the on the structure. So you put a lot of water on it. But, yeah, use house wash. Don't use high pressure on something like that that's got the um, – uh, clapboard and cement board because I, I do believe that it will tear it to pieces. 
So yes. there you go. Well, you know, we've got a, a, a ton more questions on the phone and online. And Andrew's here to talk about small engine repair. And Jill Compton's on the phone to talk about the home show in just a moment. So we've got a lot more coming up. Stay tuned to us. It's MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Our guest today is Andrew Hitchcock from Fondren Small Engine Repair. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, Jason, I know we uh, we have Andrew here. We got a phone phone bank full of calls. We right. got Jill Compton coming up next. But one day, you contractors in there and amateur guys are going to fix that door. <laughs> the door into the other. Okay. The, the door is we have a fix it 101 every Wednesday. And there's a door <laughs> to the studio that won't close properly. And by the way, I set Dell nearest to that door every week and he inspects it. it. He today, looks at man. it every <laughs> I just I had to say something because every Wednesday that door just slides. So well, I know what's happening. Itself. He's he's waiting for me to say, hey, man, can you fix that? And then he's going to pass you a bill. Right. He's going to send me a bill. Right. <laughs> So that's why he's a contractor. But we know what's wrong with the door. Right, right. It's out of line. He knows how to fix it. He's just waiting on my check. So there you go. All right. So we're here. You know what? Before we go to Jill, uh, I want to talk to Mac because he's got a comment real quick about um, he's got a comment about pressure washing, and we were just talking about this. There we go. Uh, Mac, are you with me? I'm with you, Jason. So, so apparently, I said something. Uh, that might need revising. No, no, no. Uh, the last couple of weeks, y'all have been talking about using pressure washers, and I'm really glad you and Dale have kind of lowered the tone on that and have got on track with not using the pressure washers to wash houses down. I mean, there's so much damage that we see out there caused by pressure washers. Yes, but you have to admit it is probably one of the most fun tools you can purchase. <laughs> That's why everybody. It's funny when you walk into the big home stores, you know, they've got 72,000 of these things in the middle of the row. And I'm thinking, is everything that dirty? No. People dig pressure washers. Right. Yeah. But I was going to kind of direct the conversation. You were talking about using house wash. Yes, sir. And the house washes are good, but the basic process there is one of wetting the wall or the surface, whatever you're cleaning. Mm-hmm. And that that can be accomplished by any surfactant. Any soap can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, two squirts of uh, Dawn dishwashing detergent in a garden sprayer is all you really need. All you want to do is get that wall and that dirt on that wall wet, and then it'll, come, it'll release and come right off. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. Hey, they, you know what? That's really good stuff for folks listening out there who – who don't know how they can do that. But honestly, if you go by one of the sides of your house, and you'll notice a lot of times at least one side of your house has got some green on it, and that's from the sun never hitting it. So 
um, what what Mac is saying is true. Get out there and spray it down with a little bit of soap and water. And then if you need to scrub, like Dell said, if it's really rough, you can do that. Otherwise, just keep spraying. It'll come off. All right. Thanks, Mac. We appreciate it. All right. So we need to go to Jill, right? All right. Uh, Jill, are you with us? Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Uh, wonderful. This is Jill Compton, and uh, she is with uh, the home show that's going on this weekend on the Gulf Coast. It's the 31st annual. Am I correct, Jill? Yes, it is, and we're very excited. It's this Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's going to be Saturday from 9 to 4 and Sunday from 11 to 4. And we have a $5 admission this year. And do you want me to take you, like, on a virtual tour of what the show's going to be about? Well, i tell you. How, well, let me ask you. How many vendors will be at the show this year? We have 75-plus vendors with 125-plus booths. So what wow. that means is a lot of the vendors have double space. Does it? And that 125? And more items. Wow. So, okay, here's a big thing. If I walk into the um, – to the 31st annual home show at the Mississippi Coast Coast Coliseum. If I walk in, can I walk out with a house planned, made, and ready to go? Sure, we have builders. Okay, there you go. There you go. All right, so if I walk in and say, I have no idea what kind of house I want to make, but I want a house, while I'm there, I can have someone tell me how to make the house, how to uh in other words, I can find uh, designers and people to build and people to landscape and just from one end to the other. Correct. You're going to find from closet designs to outdoor living to pool to bricks to floors to pavers, arbors, um, insulation, realtors. I mean, you will find an array of um, vendors here. If you're building remodeling or upgrading your home mm-hmm. or just dreaming about doing it. This is the one place to come and have it all underneath one roof. Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's like HGTV Live because you get to see all the stuff that you get to see on the TV station all the time. Exactly. Uh, now, let me ask. I was really interested in seeing one particular vendor this year, um, and I know that there will be some people there that will like. Tell me, is there going to be a booth for Compton & Son Appliance? yes there will be we will be featuring outdoor kitchens this year and outdoor furniture Mm -hmm. and actually outdoor cabinetry that can be submerged underwater and never rot or deteriorate wow interesting to see yes (laughs) okay all right and you have something to do with this yes this particular booth for the home show and then also i um in charge of marketing and outdoor living for Compton and Sun Appliance, an outdoor living center. Are you the one that thought underwater cabinets was a good idea? I think so. I think we all did. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of neat, though. Uh, right. Luxury item. I like it. We have a special treat this year, too, just to give everybody a little tip of something interesting to come to the show for. Someone, I can't say who, will be giving away, and you got to come in and register a seven-night trip anywhere around the world for seven wow. nights. Whoa. You know what? I'm going to load yeah. up and go to Natchez if I win. <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, how can people get more info about the home show, Jill? You can follow us on Facebook uh-huh. or go to the Home Builder, Home Builder Association of the Mississippi Coast website. Uh-huh. 
and um, we're on the website, and we're on Facebook. So if I go to Facebook, and what do I need to type in to come up with your page? Home Show. Home Show. Will I get the Home Show in Michigan if I do that? Probably, but I would select Mississippi. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Yeah, yeah. where's the dump dump, Java? Come on. All right, uh, Jill, this is fantastic. I cannot wait to be down there in the booth. I'm going to be there handing out stuff from MPB. If, you, yeah. if you're if you a fan of the show, please come by. Uh, I'd love to see I'd love to meet folks that listen to the show. And if you have some home-building tips, please tell me, and I'll come back and talk about them on the air because uh, you folks know a lot more about this than I do. All right. Uh, Jill, thank you so much for coming on with us. Can't wait to see you on Saturday and, uh, um, see you there. Thank you. See you there. Thanks, Jill. Okay. Andrew, we're going to work on you now. All right. For those, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we're going to introduce our guest today, Andrew Hitchcock. Uh, Hit, uh thank you. Hitchcock. Thank you. From Finder and Small Engine Repair. Is that correct? That's right. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, and before we talk about some broken lawnmowers, can you talk about buying a lawnmower? We're going to talk to John here in a second. And Bert, don't go anywhere. But can you talk about buying a lawnmower? Some push lawnmowers can cost over a grand these days. Yeah. So if I'm doing a standard, say, half an acre yard, what do I need to be looking at? Well, half an acre is pretty big. All um, right, so give me a quarter. Well, it depends on what uh, what kind of grass. Well, it doesn't matter what kind of grass you're using. Depends on the topography of your yard. Mm-hmm. If it's flat, you know, you don't need self-propelled. But if it's got hills on it, you definitely need it. Are you? How old are you? Do you? You know, is your wife going to be using it, or your grandmother, or your kids going to be using it? So, you need to think about the weight and the size and everything. Um, as far as cost, I had no idea lawnmowers <laughs> discriminate. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So as far as costs, you know, you can spend a hundred dollars or like you said, a thousand. So right. find something that fits your needs. You don't need all the bells and whistles if you're not doing, you know, commercial type work. So. Right. You know what? Something I want to add into that years ago, I had a push mower that I just pushed around for years because it was, you know, I have a not too large a yard and you know, I was able. So, uh, but when I got married, uh, my wife wanted to do it. And she learned because she moved here from Alabama, she learned St. Augustine is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. And getting through a yard of even flat St. Augustine is different than even getting through a yard of hilly stuff in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Different wet St. Augustine. Yes, too. wet yeah. St. Augustine may as well just be mud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've got it in my front yard. Well, what's left of it after I've neglected my grass for eight years? Uh, but yeah, you're yeah. the small engine guy. Well, this is, <laughs> I'm this not the yard guy, <laughs> right? This is the whole, uh, don't, you know, the mechanic doesn't have a good car kind of thing. Yeah. So, all right. So let's go real quick to, uh, John and Lumberton and he's got a Toro, uh, lawnmower. What's going on, John? Yeah, I got a, uh, Toro belt push mower, self-propelled push mower. Um, uh, I bought it from a friend. It was almost new, uh, at the beginning of last summer and it cranked the first time I put it. Almost all summer, I let a friend of mine borrow it, and now it's not running too good, and I really don't know. I was mowing, and it just died. This is not a lawnmower problem, John. This is a friend problem. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I told you. He wasn't going to borrow my lawnmower. Uh, right. You learn the cardinal rule. You don't let friends borrow or family borrow power tools, right. wives, or uh, small engine yeah. equipment. Yeah, right. Because I let him borrow it because his was tore up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bad sign. Well, do you... Uh, <laughs> You said it stopped when you were running it the other day. Will it start now at all? Well, I hadn't I hadn't tried it this summer yet. I mean, it was at the beginning of last. I mean, at the end of last summer, and, and I was mowing the yard for about the last time, and 
And uh, I was about halfway through it, and it was running fine, and it just died. And I, I finally messed with it. I finally got it to crank again. It ran a little while, and it died again, and I had never cranked it again. But I hadn't tried it this year yet. Rich. Okay. Well, if you uh, go to start it, and it starts right up, and it runs for a while. When I say a while, I'm talking about a couple minutes or so, you know, but, two, two to ten minutes, two to twenty minutes even. It runs fine, and then it dies. You've got some kind of ignition issue. Uh, your your ignition module is overheating, and it's causing the engine to stall out because it's getting hot. And then, uh, how do you fix that? You replace it. Yeah, you replace the ignition. Is that module. is that something that like a human could do, or is you that something could, you would? Yeah, have to you do? would want to get online and study it, uh, mm-hmm. watch some videos on YouTube, or of course, if you're in Jackson, I, I can do that for you. It's probably not a bad idea to replace a spark plug too. My big concern for you though would be it's been sitting all year because this happened last year, so you may have a carburetor problem on top of that now. Since yeah, well, it's I mean, I, I use the uh, non-ethanol gas in mm-hmm. lawnmower, so hopefully yeah. that helps. It helps, but if it sits long enough, anything anything in there can kill it. But hopefully uh, you've just got yourself an ignition problem. But if you go to start it and it doesn't start mm-hmm. when it's cold, try some starter fluid or put a little gas uh, right into the carburetor and see if it cranks. And if it does, then you know you've got a fuel delivery problem. If it doesn't crank, then you've got something else more serious going on. So, Right. Mm. All right. Uh, thanks, John. Appreciate that. I think that's uh, – there's a couple of different things you can do. And once you get it fixed, do not loan it out again. That's right. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially not to the guy whose lawnmower's broken. So, <laughs> um, okay, so I got an email here, and this is a caller at our front desk. Couldn't get to us. How to fix a lawnmower that the motor isn't running even. There's a really easy way to do that. Replace it. Replace it. <laughs> uh, well, if you it, it, well, let me let me say this: if you've got a really great lawnmower, uh, go get it fixed. But unless it's a really good brand, great lawnmower, you know, if you paid 150 bucks for it, it's not worth it, man. I, I don't know. Maybe it is. What do you think? Well, I mean, 150 dollar lawnmower. You know, let's say it's a carburetor problem. You can get that fixed for like 50 or 60 dollars. So, oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, it's. It's worth it uh, oh, okay. if that's your only problem. But what, right. what you don't want You'll is find more. If, if you've been running it hard and putting it away wet and bring right. it in. Because I get these people that do that, and they've got a lot of problems. And I look at them, and I say, you don't want to do this. You I want your money, but <laughs> right. I'm not going to – got to be honest with you. It's it's not worth it, you know. Right. All right, let's let's uh, let's keep going real quick. Uh, Bert is on the line, and Mark's, and you've got a chainsaw engine question. And as soon as I saw this, Bert – when I saw that you called with a chainsaw engine question, and I want you, I just want you to know that at my house, my wife calls me the chainsaw killer. Yeah. Not because I've killed anyone with a chainsaw, but because I have personally killed many chainsaws. So, uh, what's going on, man? Well, uh, chainsaw uh, and weed eater have almost been the death of me. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, it has uh, gotten me to the point where I think I'm a punt, pass, and kick champion <laughs> for so what's... Uh, throwing, throwing and kicking. Uh, that won't help I... it start, just so that you know. I mean, I'm going to throw that out there. Well, sometimes, uh, t- sometimes I think it knocks uh, uh, some filings off. Some, some dirt some, loose uh, or something. Loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, but probably the issue with the same, same issue with both devices the devil, it takes the devil to get it started, and it won't stay started unless you're throttling it the whole time, and as soon as you come off the throttle, 
it does. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lots of chainsaws like that. Mm-hmm. What, what makes it do that, Andrew? Uh, <laughs> that's a loaded question. Really? There's so much stuff that could make it do that. Um, let's see. So I would – well, first of all, are you running non-ethanol gas? Yes. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, one of the first things is the ethanol will cause the diaphragms in the carburetor to get stiff, and then that then they have trouble running. Uh, you could have – a leak in your fuel line, uh, a, a bad fuel filter. Um, you, your car may just have some gunk in it just from from use, from from age. There's it could be right. a ton of different stuff. Your air, air filter could well, be I, caught clogged. Uh, it may be a little out of adjustment. I've um, I've taken the filters off and on the uh, and on both items. I've taken the carburetor out, uh, cleaned it with starting fluid. Um, I have not messed with the spark plugs because I figured it sounds more like a gas. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, uh, replaced you, the fuel lines, Bert? Um, Those also I, get dry rotted and cracked and and. Absolutely, by default, uh, I had to do the weed eater, mm-hmm. and it did not pay attention. Excuse me, the chainsaw did not pay attention to the uh, location of uh, it, and just about went off the deep end with the different possibilities of mm-hmm. trying to get the hoses right. I think right. I finally got them right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just that. Sounds like you're at the place where you need a guy like Andrew. Maybe. Sounds like you've tried a lot of stuff, yeah. Bert. Or well, just buy a new one. It's, it's, what What brand is it? Um, a Poulan is, uh. the, is the chainsaw. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. The green one, right? Or the yellow ones. The yellow there. <laughs> oh, I hate those things. Um, when you took the carburetor apart, did you replace the diaphragms while you were in there? I did not. Okay. I might try that, uh, but honestly, it would be easier to just buy a new carburetor off of eBay or Amazon and just slap it in and not worry about if you did it right or not. Uh, you can get one for fairly cheap. You'd be surprised how cheap it is. and. If you've gone as if you've done as much work as you have already, you're, you're you sound like you're perfectly capable of doing it yourself too. So just make sure you got the right part number and put it in. You should be good to go. All right, Mark, Bert. That's uh, I think that's some very solid advice. Let's go with yeah. that. Okay, uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break, listeners. What problems are you having with your lawnmowers? You can call us through the question, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at eight seven seven MPB ring. It's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Thinker Radio, and I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del, Del, Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Our guest today is Andrew Hitchcock from Fonder and Small Engine Repair. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, um, right before we go to... Uh, Stanley in Starkville. We were talking during the break, and you said probably one of the most intelligent things I've ever heard come from someone. We were talking about how I was kind of giggling because chainsaws are like the bane of my existence. I just uh, we just don't get along. 
they get the job done, then I have to throw it away and get another one. Um, And and that's been my problem with chainsaws. Well, then uh, Dell was speaking about how difficult they are to crank and how it'll wear you out. Well, uh, Andrew just says, you know, the the million-dollar idea is to make a chainsaw that cranks easily. A key store. What, what, what is, where has this been all my life? You know? Just turn yeah. the key. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and go to Stanley in Starkville. He's got a question about a lawnmower. Are you with us, Stanley? Yeah, sure am. How are you guys this morning? Very good. Morning. What's going on with your lawnmower? Uh, well, uh, let's see. My lawnmower, weed ears, chainsaw, and limb cutters. Guys, the only problem I've got is they're all working just fine. Oh, you're doing it right. Yes. What, what are you calling me for? Yeah. Humble brag. What's the secret? Like <laughs> right. said, that's the only problem I've got, so I've got to get out and use them. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know, you know, that's what they make 19-year-old men for, right? Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Right. Anyway, I uh, just heard your comment about uh, tough starting chainsaws. Yes, sir. They're about the coldest thing there is in the world. There is no primer bulb for them. The biggest, the, the most important thing you can do when you're first starting them when they're cold is turn the choke on and hold the throttle wide open and crank it until it fires one time, then turn the choke off. Huh. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know how to do this. All right. Good. Cool. Well, well, thank you, Stanley. We appreciate that. You're uh, welcome. You guys have a good one. You too, sir. All right, let's keep it moving and go to, uh, oh, this I'm going to love. Kenneth is on the road with a cordless electric mower. What's going on, Kenneth? Yes, I was looking at, uh, I was in a Lowe's the other day, and I was having to see this uh, lawnmower that's a cordless electric uh, push mower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, made by DeWalt. And I'm just kind of curious. I talked to them guys there, and he told me that the, uh, the average charge Holds about an hour. You got a thirty-minute quick charge on the other batteries. Basically, you can just keep mowing the yard with the thing. Oh, you just got one on charge, one of the other ones working. Well, what's the how, how large is the battery? What's the battery? Um, is they, that the twenty volt? One of them's one of them's a two a two battery system, and one's a one battery system. One. Uh-huh. And uh, I think that one of them was a forty, and the other one was an eighty. Okay, okay. Uh, lithium ion, I assume. I believe so. Okay. Uh, meaning the battery type. What, what do you think of these? Uh, I've actually never used one before. Really? I've used a corded electric mower, and it was terrible. Uh, uh, but I, I haven't why, used... why was it terrible? It's just not I've enough never... power. Just no no power. Well, no, Couldn't no. get through the wet yeah. St. Augustine. Oh. Um, but I know the new battery packs, these lithium ions are getting so small and so powerful Um and it's very lightweight. Yeah. Uh, the push, I was pushing the more and it's just in the store to see how heavy it is. You can tell how heavy they are by just moving them back and forth. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll like nothing there. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, the, the only issues I would have is uh, the replacement batteries are extremely expensive, as you probably saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, the, and I asked him the average, the average three. It has a five-year on the, on the, on the motor, mower itself and three years on the battery. Mm-hmm. Well, even I'm not even talking about warranty in them. I'm, I'm saying if you wanted a backup battery, like you had a larger yard and you needed to buy another one, they're expensive. Uh, the mowers are pretty expensive. They're like. Aren't they like three or four hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah. They started three. I think it was the smallest one was like two ninety nine. The other one was four forty nine. Yeah, but that's the two, two battery system one. 
Do you have a large uh, they yard? Said, they saying about thirty minute. They saying about thirty minute charge, and you get about uh, about an hour of use out of it. That's impressive. How big is your yard? Uh, I've had probably, my section of the yard is probably about half acre, quarter, uh, half three quarter acre. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I can get out and walk. I need. I'm a truck driver. I need to get off my butt anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the the only other issue I would see with them is if they break. I would. I don't know what you would do. Uh, Nobody's going to work on them. Uh, so, I mean, I guess that's what warranties are for. Yeah. Um, well, the good thing is I think you're, uh, you know, and I know, I know I'm not really supposed to talk brands that much on the show, but I can tell you if it's a DeWalt, that's made by the Stanley Black & Decker Company, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. means it's it's not like there's only two of these things produced. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a mass-produced product. So mm-hmm. it, it'll be out there. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And usually the names, those particular brands usually have been known for their reliability anyway. So right. it's not that it's like they're, like they're some off-brand you never heard of. Right, right, right. It's DeWalt, yeah. Yeah, I have gone online and looked at them, and there's not many reviews on them. So it's yeah. kind of – it's a little bit of a gamble you're taking. So. Right. All right, Kenneth. And I would also consider if you're doing three-quarters of an acre, I, I'd probably go with gas on that because yeah. you're going to be doing – that's a lot of land. Okay, uh, let's keep on moving. Mikey in Mobile, what's going on, Mikey? You got different types of lawnmowers. Well, I have a, I have both ends of lawnmowers. I have one that is um, the old spin reel R E E L type mower. Cool. You know, yeah, um, uh, but I'd like to know uh, advice on sharpening the blades. And the one that I'm really concerned about, though, is the one that I call the beast, and I love her dearly. <laughs> She's uh, a craftsman, a Briggs & Stratton engine. Um, uh, she was the, the uh, Sears special when I bought her, you know, their anniversary special mower. Um, what happened is that uh, there was a, a not a deep flood, and she was put up on a, a platform, but the platform failed, and we don't think that, that she ended up in the water. But um, uh, is there what kind of special precautions should I take before I try cranking it up? We refuse to answer any questions before you tell us the name of this mower. <laughs> the Beast. Just the Beast? Okay, the Beast. But she's a girl. Yeah. That's she's not a girl, a girl sounding. Yeah, yeah, that's not very nice. I hope not. The MRS Anniversary Special, but I bought it Sears. Oh, okay, okay. The Craftsman, a Craftsman uh-huh. Advantage. So what do you think? Well, let me take your first question about the real mower. Uh, as you, you may know this already, but you have the spinning reel, those blades, and then they make contact with the stationary blade in the front. Um you can actually get away with not sharpening the blade sometimes because there's a there's a large gap in between the spinning reels and that stationary blade. So what you do is you can adjust that stationary blade a little bit closer to the real blade to make just make them to where they almost kiss and it's they'll have little adjustment points and like scissors. Yeah, it yeah. is like scissors, but you can if you don't know how to do that, I would go online and watch an instructional video of how to adjust it. If you do need to to sharpen your blades, I would also go online and look at some instructional videos on how to use a file. But you're still going to have to adjust them when it's all said and done. Uh it's it's a little time consuming, but it's it's not bad. It's it's kind of enjoyable if you're into that kind of thing. Um now the mower that may have gotten wet, I would pull the spark plug out and uh pull uh pull the recoil starter you know the the pull handle the rope to start mm-hmm. it i would pull that a few times and make sure 
that there's no water sitting inside the cylinders or anything. And if you take the spark plug out, uh, it'll come through there. That's right. Yeah, right. it'll blast it out of the hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it may, and I would also recommend looking at the oil and making sure there's no water in the crankcase. Um, the oil will often get really cloudy or kind of turn white if there's water in there. If there is water, dump it all out and put some fresh oil in there and, and put the spark plug back and cross your fingers. Right. Uh, probably, probably you may, uh, I've noticed air filters go bad if they're oh, sure. in water. Yeah. yeah I didn't, if they're in of water, course, of course. Yeah. yeah. And, and do not stick your finger in that spot where the spark plug goes. Right. You know, why you don't do not. Right. No, you wouldn't think that there's a lot of power. I got I, <laughs> okay. on a blower, like a 40, no, it was like a 35 CC gas blower. I was holding the spark plug, trying to work on it. And uh. I shocked myself by pulling it. I didn't even start up. It just. Just me pulling the string. Mm-hmm. I shot myself so bad that my whole arm went limp. For <laughs> no, no, no joke. For twenty minutes, I couldn't lift my arm up. Are you serious? Up. Yeah, yeah it's so like paralyzed. a two- This is detrimental to a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's keep on moving. Gary is in Madison's. Got a question about a tiller. Oh yeah, it's that time, Gary. Pull that ground up. What's going on? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Good. Oh. Look here, my tiller. Of course, I let somebody use it last year. <laughs> right. And they locked it Did up. they have a broken tiller? Uh, it is now. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's locked up. Mm. So I'm trying to see, is it better for me to get somebody like you all to repair it or just buy another motor for it? What side? Do you know how big the engine is? I think it's a six. Six horsepower. Six horsepower, so it's a bigger. It's not one of those little mini tillers. No. Uh, I would make sure it's not flooded first. Pull the spark plug out and see if you can pull the recoil starter without the spark plug. Sometimes if they the cylinder gets flooded, they, they get locked up like that. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I'd really need to look at it to, to see. Uh, but you can you try that do. first. Yeah, I would yeah. try that first. Uh, make sure it's not the recoil starter itself that's locked and not the engine. Um you know, you could always pull the engine off the tiller itself and then pull the cord. And that way you could you could pinpoint whether it was the engine that was locked up or if it was the drive mechanism on the actual tiller. But that's going to take a little bit of okay. work on your end. I had a blower once before, and I just I should learn my lesson by now. And I had my cousin do it, and it was a 500cc blower, and he locked it up. Mm-hmm. And I had a, another young man to look at it, and he fixed it. So that's why I was coming out trying to see what, you know. Sounds like you need less people around your tiller, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Am I around my tools? Right. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, the blowers, and I'll say this to anybody else listening, the smaller stuff, chainsaws, blowers, trimmers, anything like that with the smaller engines that run on two-cycle oil, mm-hmm. if you get one that's locked up, a lot of times it's because somebody has not run it with, uh, oil gas mix and the cylinders will, really? will, will lock up. They'll melt into place. Mm. They get so hot because there's no lubrication. So, okay. Thanks, Gary. Uh, appreciate that. You know, what's funny is that you can go to the store folks and see they, they actually make these cans of mixed oil and gas that you can use on these small engines. Do you, do you ever see those? Yeah, but it costs more than a nice bottle of bourbon. So yes. I don't like buying it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it works though. <laughs> I guess bourbon would work in a tank, though. Yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. There you go. Certainly make things easier on in you. My tank, it does.
All right. Here we go, folks. Uh, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what problems are you having with your lawnmowers? You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Don't go away, Bob and Larry. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. However, our guest is Andrew Hitchcock from Fondren Small Engine Repair. And if you missed any of our, uh, if to, if you miss any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877 MPB ring or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's keep on moving to Bob in New Orleans who wants to talk about seafoam. This stuff is neat. What's going on, Bob? Well, I, I got a question and a comment, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- any idea why they stopped putting fuel shutoff valves on uh, lawnmowers? Andrew? I, I have no idea. I, I still see them, actually. Uh, but I would well, say... You see them sometimes. Yeah. I had a lawn boy. For about 15 years, an mm-hmm. old lawn boy. And it would start on about a half a crank every single time. Now, every time I got through using it, I would turn the valve off and I would run it out of gas. Oh, you're a smart man. Just, just as a precaution. and um, But I just stopped seeing them. So subsequently, ever since I got rid of that one, it finally just gave up. And uh, it was actually the engine still ran, but the, the whole body just kind of fell apart and rusted mm-hmm. through. But... Um, <laughs> I actually have have added a fuel shutoff valve to every lawnmower I've had since then, but it's not something that comes on a lot of mm-hmm. them now anymore. And I'm just it's uh, it was kind of confusing why they stopped putting them on there all of a sudden. Yeah, I see. Honda still uses them. I know that, um, and I've put them on after I put aftermarket ones on Briggs and Stratton's and stuff like that. If I had to say why, I would say maybe cost savings. Maybe they trying to save money or maybe they know uh, they don't want you to do that so your lawnmower will die faster and you have to come back and get a new one who knows uh, but they are useful works well <laughs> they yeah. are useful i like them all right let's uh let's go on and go to alan who's got a comment about the battery powered deal so what's going on alan hey uh the guy asking about the battery mower yes sir uh i have the ego uh-huh. brand battery mower which you get at home depot right it, it, it's great. Really? I love it. How how large of a yard do you mower, have? 21-inch mower. I have the uh, string trimmer and the blower, and they are just great. I'm totally satisfied. They're worth every penny. Really? That is fantastic. You talk about oil and gas and carburetors. <laughs> you know, forget about it. Wow. It is just plug and go. Do you, do you have do you feel that you're getting enough power for a long enough time with the battery? Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Awesome. Yes. Now, it, it, if you if you're mowing when the grass is is wet, uh-huh. it'll it'll suck the power much faster. Right. Right. If it's dry. I mean, I've got a half acre yard, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it, it, I, I, I couldn't be more pleased. Mm. That's fantastic. Well, I'm good. I'm good, I'm glad to hear a good endorsement yeah, of the products. Yeah. I know? mean, small engine tech is a dying breed. Eventually, 
I think all gas engines are going to get phased out by electric. Batteries are getting smaller and more powerful. Brushless motors are getting smaller and before, more powerful. So yeah. Before we leave, I have to say this. Uh, Andrew, if you don't know, is actually an engineer who gave it all up to become a small engine mechanic and then just said it's a dying art form. <laughs> and he jumped in head yeah. first. So. I can always go back to engineering. Right, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm All the right. honest small engine guy. Right. Thanks, Alan. <laughs> we appreciate it. Man, what a great show. Remember, the home show is going to be this weekend, uh, 31st annual home show presented by the Home Builders Association of the Gulf Coast. I'll be there. Should be fun. Come by and grab some MPB printed stuff, I guess you would call it. I'm not sure. Anyway, we finished out another show. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. Uh, for Del Moore, our guest Jill Compton, and our guest Andrew Hitchcock from Findren Small Engine Repair. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. <laughs>